0: You know, I I knew that I wanted to impact people's lives in a positive way. And so the coaching and the branding and all that definitely does that. But when you're helping people stress less and stress can impact the world in such a negative way, like the World Health Organization said, it's the the worst health epidemic of the 21st century. So again, aha, that's my cause. That's my purpose. That's my story. Let me wrap around that. I'm able to solve the problem with this story. Let me talk about that.
1: Hey, friend. So excited for this Portfolio Career Podcast episode with Christina Capuzos. Christina is an award winning creative director and strategist. A serial entrepreneur, she has created three businesses, including one while she was in school. She is an honors graduate of the Maryland Institute College of Art, also called MICA. She has worked with nationally known brands and organizations such as Capital One, the Federal Aviation Administration, the Kennedy Center, and Dole, to name a few. In addition to learning about her portfolio career and journey, I wanted to learn more about a new and important project of hers, the Doodle Challenge, now on Kickstarter, through June 9th. Hope you can check it out. I think starting and launching projects is important to build and grow your portfolio career. And here we go with Christina. Cool. Uh, welcome to Portfolio Career Podcast. Your host, David Nabinsky is here with Christina Kaputsos, how's it going, Christina?
0: It's going well. Thanks for having me.
1: Great, great to have you. And so, Christina, if we were to go to an event tonight, how do you typically introduce yourself?
0: Ooh, um, well, I'd say that I'm Christina Kaputsos. I'm a creative director, strategist, serial entrepreneur, and creative coach.
1: Okay, and uh, you don't you don't mention uh, that you're a master doodler, or no?
0: I, you know what, that comes out as well, yes. So I would say, yes, I'm definitely a master doodler as well.
1: Okay. Uh, I think that that would be a great place to start here is to learn a little bit more about your new project, The Doodle Challenge, on Kickstarter right now. So maybe maybe talk to us about what it is and, and how you got started with it.
0: Yeah. So The Doodle Challenge is a really exciting cognitive tool and game. It comes as both a card game and an app. Um, and essentially what it does is it helps to reduce stress in primarily adults. Um, and what it does is it helps with your problem solving, your storytelling skills, really reclaiming your creative mojo. But the biggest part is reducing stress. I also have a version for kids. But essentially, you know, I created this a few years ago when I used to teach. Um, I taught pre-K all the way up to college and adults. And I used to use this idea of you know drawing on a piece of paper and then giving it to somebody else and then them creating a narrative from that um, to help my students kind of loosen up because a lot of times they were going to things they already know, you know so oh, create a superhero, Superman, no, I want you to create your own so you know this game really helped kind of loosen them up to really get their own ideas going. Then I started using the same method when I started working in corporate and for the government, and you know just kind of getting people to loosen up, bond teams together, but also get some new ideas going as we were coming up, you know, new ideas and training. And then I started using it um, with my personal clients and when I was mentoring, helping people see a new perspective. And then I used it on dates to kind of understand the other person's way of thinking. And then finally, um, I got really sick uh, with conversion disorder, which is a, a stress type disorder um it's kind of like ptsd and i needed to be rehabilitated so i went through like a lot of therapy you know I was trying luminosity stuff all of that stuff to retain my memory retention and just you know get back to my baseline and so i used the doodle challenge to actually help me recover and get better and rebuild my creative confidence um you know help with my memory retention and the biggest part reduce stress so from october of last year uh, to now i have been on a hellbent mission to bring this product in a more uh, commoditized form to the public. So the Doodle Challenge right now offers bulk orders um, and workshops to businesses and schools. So we have a B2B model. And then with the Kickstarter, I wanted to pivot because I know that the benefits can help individuals as well. And so I'm now launching this Kickstarter to get the product to the public.
1: Okay. And so it's it's out on Kickstarter right now through through June. So mm-hmm. listeners, definitely check it out. There's... Uh, As with any Kickstarter project, you need to raise the certain amount of money to to launch it, right?
0: Yep. I mean, right now we're trying to raise 20K. And so we had a really great launch party. A lot of people came, they had some wine, they drank and doodle. It was really, really fun. But now is crunch time. And I know how important this mission is to the world, especially like in busy cities like New York and London and DC and so forth. So I really want to get this product in the hands of folks so they can stress less, be more creative, help with their problem solving and communication skills. Because honestly, storytelling is a form of commerce. You know, if you can tell a good story, if you can be a good communicator, think of all the good and the success you can have because you were understood. You know, a lot of great ideas, a lot of really wonderful businesses necessarily don't get the, the ante that they need because they haven't been able to express themselves the right way. And as a consultant, as a creative director, I'm in the business of storytelling. And so this product really does help with that in individuals in addition to their stress reduction.
1: Thank you for sharing. It's it's um really interesting to hear the the story and the context behind it and stuff. And um so glad to hear how helpful it's been to you. And I think I, I read somewhere that illustrating and and being around making things with pencils and stuff has just been, you know, part of your your passion for for so long. So so interesting yeah. to you, you know, further just take it to the next level here.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, like when I was little, I used to draw all the time. Then I went to art school at Micah. And, you know, being a creative director all these years and also a published illustrator, like, you know, illustration is so key. And a lot of people feel like you have to be trained as an artist to draw or to come up with, you know, some ideas. And it's like, no, you know, it's not about how well you draw, it's the concept. So that's, again, what the digital challenge helps you do, because, you know, no matter where you are in life, whatever challenge you have, you just have to look at it a different way and you get new perspective.
1: Okay. And you know, on your, on your website and you have many, many different projects and many, many <laughs> different skills and specialties. I don't even know where to start, but maybe I guess one thing that's been fascinating to me was that you started a company right after school and I'd uh, just be really good. During curious. school. During yeah. school. Okay. So Taito Studio, love to learn a little bit more about that in terms of, you know, kind of how you got started and, and, you know, finding clients around all these different projects of yours.
0: Yeah. So when I was at Micah. I was an illustration major, but to get to that point, I also dabbled in fibers, which is like paper craft and, you know, uh, fashion design as well as graphic design. And I always struggled with pigeonholing myself into one box because I had a lot of different talents and the way that I see the world, doesn't matter the medium, it's the medium calls for, you know, whatever the scenario is, right? So I wasn't just going to focus on one area, got me in trouble in school a little bit, but it ended up being one of my greatest strengths later on. So senior year rolls around and I'm working on, you know, as my own projects as I do. Um, And I was working on a few like business ideas and things. And all of a sudden I started getting people in the community that I was doing some work for, ask me for for more work. Like, hey, could you help me with my brand identity? And I'm like, sure. Yeah, awesome. I may have been doing it for, for my other things, even though I was still in college. And that snowballed because I was also teaching since 2000. 2008. So I was, you know, even teaching in school. And so some of those clients then wanted me to do consulting work. So I erected Taito Studio, which is a, uh, an agency, a creative agency that helps with illustration, design, you know, brand identity, UX, um, and some of those other skills, you know, amassed over time. And I opened up my doors, and I was getting clients within God, the, the first week of being, you know, out and about. And the way that I spread the word was I reached out to all of my contacts. You know, I was teaching, I was, you know, always having my side hustles, you know, creating products and whatever. And so I kind of looped it all under Taito Studio. And so I ended up having people from all over the, the world coming to me, doing brand identity, illustration work, a lot of nonprofit stuff, small business, individuals with really great projects, but just didn't know how to put the story and the visual together. Um, and I kept on doing that even when I had, you know, full-time work. So I, after I graduated, I mean, that was pretty much my bread and butter for quite a while. And then I continued to teach. So I was teaching as well as running my agency. And then magically, um, I started working for the government, um, as a creative director, doing, um, training and simulations for the FAA and DOD, doing branding work, but it was only because I had started my company and I had that portfolio built that even got me there. And even while I was doing that, still had my agency, even in New York, I still do it. And so, you know, it's, it's been really fruitful because I'm able to do like, you know, a large marketing campaign or like, Hey, what's your identity? Let's, let's talk about that. Or, Hey, I've got a children's book and I don't know one what the style should be, how to package that or what the campaign afterwards needs to be. And so I think in this 360 holistic view. And so that's why Type to studio came about, because I can help people in a variety of ways, kind of like a creative Swiss Army knife, if you will.
1: Creative Swiss Army. I like that. Um <laughs> I guess I'd be curious as to so it sounds like you're talking about, you know, start creating a portfolio work and then you kind of build upon that, pivoting and changing kind of depending on what where people are interests are at the time and stuff is that what advice do you give to people that are trying to get started in as a creative director or creative strategist like yourself
0: yeah i mean i think it really starts in the roots of what kind of creative are you whether you're a writer or you know someone in film or you know a photographer graphic designer illustrator you always can lead up to being a creative director the thing is, is it really comes down to developing your portfolio, but having a diverse portfolio. At least that's what worked for me. I think a lot of times people feel like they have to specialize, and while you know that is one school of thought, and it definitely does, you know, can get you somewhere. I found that being more of the multi potentialite, or thinking back to like Victorian times, like I want to be that Renaissance woman, right? The the well read, the the cultured, the art, the the music, the the reading, all of those different things, it puts more tools in your toolbox to use when you do want to become, say, an entrepreneur or, say, a creative director who actually then has to mentor and manage others. So in terms of advice that I give to folks, it's one, yes, develop your portfolio, but also develop your multiple skill sets if you have them. You know, a lot of times when you get into art school, you're not really taught how to market yourself or how to put your skills into a business. There's been a lot of focus on make really great work, make really good, meaningful work, make really great concepts. But then how do you market that? So learn about marketing, learn about content, not only just your own base skill set, because a lot of times. You know, you're going to have to go out into the world and maybe rely on other folks to help you with those pieces. Whereas if you learn them yourself, you become a triple threat, you know? And so those are things that really help. I think also keeping an eye on a prize in terms of having a big vision. You know, I think sometimes it's really easy to say, I just want to get here, or I just want this job, or I just want to do this thing. And I think that really, that, that's really small thinking. And I would, you know, challenge that and say, okay, but what's the, what's the bigger vision? What's your bigger goal? So, you know, I do this a lot when I'm, you know, helping brands with their, you know, identity and what their messaging is. So for example, instead of saying, you know, I want to do photography all day, or I I want to animate some really cool things. What's the bigger story there? Okay. I want to tell compelling stories that can motivate people to act. And when you have that as a goal, as opposed to a title or position, you open yourself up to so many new avenues to actually get to your end goal, as opposed to a position. Because just because you have the position doesn't mean you're going to be fulfilled. It's about that bigger vision. What do you want to give back to the world? What do you want to do with your skill and talent? That's the vision that you really want to crystallize in your mind and then go after that. You know, no matter what title or thing that that is, that will follow. But you have to have that North Star in the bigger picture to get you there if that makes sense.
1: It does. And maybe could you expand upon that a little bit in terms of how you think about that in terms of picking projects and, and, then, and then maybe how like the doodle challenge relates to that?
0: Yeah, sure. So, you know, for example, I used, I still teach, you know, and I still mentor. And so for me, you know, what types of projects I always look at, is this going to not to marry Kondo, but is it going to bring me joy? Is it going to challenge me? Is it something that I've done before? Is something that I know? you know, all of these things to how is it going to develop me as a creative individual or as a a storyteller? That's the type of stuff that I look at. So for example, I have designed band covers and albums. I've designed e-learning and training. I've developed like skincare packaging. I've consulted a, a variety of different folks from like, yes, the banking world to startup, to beauty, to education. And the thread through all of them is, It's requiring me to tell a story, regardless of the medium or the strategy, whether it's an event or a product or a marketing campaign or UX. The whole thing is is it going to help me tell a story? Am I going to become a better storyteller by challenging this, by doing this? And so, if the answer is yes, and does it seem like it's going to do something that's going to really impact positively the world, then I'm all for it. And then I figure out what the medium or the strategy needs to be from there. So, that's kind of my criteria for why I take a project obviously, yes, there's also like the monetary aspect of, okay, what do I want to, what do I want to do at any given time? But, you know, there's also the bigger picture of what's the story? What's, what, what can I do to really impact this? And how can I tell the best narrative I can through whatever medium I need to solve this challenge for this person or for this group of people? And then how that relates to the doodle challenge. It's funny, because like it's talking about that bigger picture and how it crystallizes, right? So I always loved teaching. And my, my goal, my North Star for me has always been, I want to tell really good stories and I want to cause people to learn more about themselves and each other and live better fulfilling lives. I didn't know how I was going to do that, but I knew that's what I wanted. You know, I have a vision board, I've been teaching, I consult. So it's all kind of there, but it hasn't really crystallized. And then, you know, when I got sick and then here was the little challenge in my lap, I said, okay, wow, this can't just be like a potential... Slack channel post or a thing that I bring into my classrooms or my dates, this really can be a product or a workshop or a session. So once that idea hit, I said, that's how I'm going to make the impact. That's my new story. And I went down that path to develop it into a product, a workshop, B2B model, B2C model, you know, weekly doodles we have on Instagram, you know, because I think that all of these different connections, these, you know, getting... To bring societies together. You know, it's all about how you tell the right story and how you spread that story. It's not enough to keep it inside. How do you share it? And so that's kind of the Doodle Challenges story. And then also the stress piece. You know, I, I knew that I wanted to impact people's lives in a positive way. And so the coaching and the branding and all that definitely does that. But when you're helping people stress less and stress can impact the world in such a negative way, like the World Health Organization said it's the, the worst health epidemic of the 21st century. So again, aha, that's my cause. That's my purpose. That's my story. Let me wrap around that. I, I'm able to solve the problem with this story. Let me talk about that.
1: Mm, love that. Weekly doodle challenges on Instagram as well. Um, mm, all right. Pretty, pretty good place to stop here. But is there, is there anything else? Any other projects in your you know kind of portfolio They'd like to talk about here.
0: Sure. So I mean, there's there's two main ones. The doodle challenge is really important. I mean, you know, if you want to stress less, if you you know want to become a better communicator, storyteller, problem solver, just need a new perspective. You know, a lot of the times we face walls and we can't get past them. And so the doodle challenge really helps with that. So that's like my main project. But the other thing I do is I also consult and I mentor. And so I have a um, link on my website that is an eight week program called change starts here, It's a free course. Um, and basically for eight weeks, I give you prompts audio recording and you learn how to pivot or to really dive deep into what you're passionate about and what the story is that you want to tell and what kind of life you want for yourself. Maybe you're stuck in a job you don't like or a relationship or a career. You're just feeling like, how do I do what I love? And so after all of these years of mentoring and teaching and, you know, even running my own companies, I've put together this eight week comprehensive to help pivot people. So yeah. And that plus, you know, consulting, I I do that as well. So the change start here program, but then the doodle challenge because the doodle challenge, like I said, can really impact folks.
1: Yeah. Great. And, um, how can uh, people follow up in addition to the Kickstarters or what other ways that people can support?
0: Yeah. So, um, Right now, like I said, we're trying to raise 20K to really get this to the world. So if you visit the Kickstarter, that's one way. But if you also go to the website, www.thedoodlechallenge.com, you'll be able to find us, participate the weekly doodle on Instagram, you know, blast us, shout about us. You know, the more people who know about what we do and who we are, that's really going to help. But also if, you know, you're a company or a business owner interested or a school and you're interested in doing a workshop and, you know, really teaching Storytelling and stressing less to your teams. Um, we also offer that service as well at the Doodle Challenge.
1: Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Christina. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in to another exciting episode of Portfolio Career Podcast. As a reminder, this episode with timestamp notes to follow along is also available on my website, portfoliocareerpodcast.com. There, you can also record and ask a question related to all things related portfolio career to potentially be included in a future episode. Really excited for you to use these insights to build and grow your portfolio career. And as always, let me know what you think.